Hello, I'm Dr. Claudine Holt. Welcome to the Burnout to Bliss podcast. This podcast is for women in medicine who are ready to opt out of the cycle of burnout, overwhelm, and stress by tuning into their feminine genius so they can create a life and career they love. Let's get into it. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the Burnout to Bliss podcast. Today is episode 43 and I want to talk a little bit about thought work and I haven't talked about that in a while so I'm excited to share the information that I'm going to discuss today. And I actually wanted to talk about the importance of the inner conversation that you have with yourself specifically in the form of questions. So there is a famous quote that you'll hear in the personal development industry, and I'm actually not sure who is the original source of the quote, but the quote is that the quality of your life is determined by the quality of questions that you ask yourself. The quality of your life is determined by the quality of the questions that you ask yourself. And there's a lot of truth to that statement. And here's why. When you ask your brain a question, your brain has to answer it. I think of it almost like this supercomputer, right? So you feed it information, kind of like Google. You feed the search engine this information and Google's going to come back and it's going to give you different answers. What's the same with our brain? If you ask your brain a question, it will give you an answer. The answer is, is somewhere inside of your mind. And the benefit of that is when you ask yourself questions, it leads to an answer which comes in the form of a a thought which is simply a statement a thought is simply a statement that your brain makes and we know from the cognitive triad that it's our thoughts that generate our feelings or these vibrations these emotions that we feel in our body and based on how we feel we either take action or we don't So we show up in a certain way or we don't. And it's ultimately this action that is driving or leading to the results that are showing up in our life. So you can see how the questions that we ask ourselves, and all of us do this, right? Where all of us have this conversation, this inner dialogue, that we're having with ourselves like all the time. And you can see how we can use this natural occurrence, this thing that we we all do naturally, we can actually use it to our benefit. And it's important to know that there's actually two kinds of questions. So you can ask yourself high quality questions or low quality questions. So a high quality question is actually going to open your mind up to accessing 
newer, different, higher levels of information than when you ask yourself a low quality question. When you ask yourself a low quality question, the answer that you're receiving actually keeps you stuck in the same or on the same level that you were when you asked yourself the question. So sometimes asking questions like, well, why, why is this happening? Or why did that happen? Or why is this person doing that? It's not typically a helpful question. Now, sometimes why can be helpful. And I may use it on a session with a client, like the whole five why principle where someone says something, you're like, well, why, why do you, why do you think that? And then they give you an answer. You ask, well, why do you think that? And you sort of keep asking why, because sometimes that can help you sort of dig down to the real root, the real answer to the original question. So sometimes that can be a helpful technique to ask, you know, why multiple times to kind of peel back the layers. But oftentimes when we're asking ourselves why, it's sort of in this, it's coming from this helpless victim energy, like almost like why me? Why is this happening to me? And when we ask ourselves a why, oftentimes the answer is, well, I don't know. I don't know why. And that can keep us stuck in that, that loop of helplessness, unsure, victim. Lower quality questions are often yes or no. So they're often very limited in the information that you can glean from asking the question. So we've all heard about open-ended questions versus closed-ended questions. And this is exactly the type of question that when we ask ourselves, it's, it's a low quality question. It's not, really, it's not really helping to take us to that next level of information that we need to sort of trigger the TFA cycle in a way that's going to generate the most useful and the most helpful results. And finally, one other point about lower quality questions is the answer to the question tends to put the power or the agency or the cause outside of ourselves, which leaves us in the position of being at effect to whatever the answer is to the question. So the reason that we're experiencing something or the reason that we're in a situation that we're in or the reason that we're dealing with something, when we ask ourselves lower quality questions, the answer is always, it's something outside of me. It's someone outside of me. It's a situation outside of me that's causing it. Therefore, the solution is also outside of me. So that's very unhelpful if you're trying to get out of a particular situation, but your brain is offering you an answer to your question that actually puts the solution basically out of your reach. And I find that when women in medicine are stuck in chronic stress, in chronic overwhelm, in burnout, oftentimes the questions that they're asking themselves are not higher level questions that are actually going to help get them out of those chronic cycles of stress, overwhelm, and burnout. They're lower quality questions that tend to put the focus on what's happening outside of them 
and who's to blame, who's at cause, instead of all of the agency, all of the power that they have inside of them. And so the way to access that power, that agency, is to really open up the questions that you ask yourself. It's to really start asking yourself higher quality questions that are going to give you higher quality information. And so I actually wanted to share with you five high quality questions that you can write these down, keep them in the notes tab on your phone, write them in your journal. These are high quality questions that you want to regularly ask yourself when you find yourself in a situation that is causing you distress or confusion. Confusion is one of those emotions that keeps us stuck because when we're confused, we, we can't figure out how to get out of the confusion. So confusion, one of my mentors says confusion is more of an indulgent type of emotion because when we're indulging in confusion, we're sort of luxuriating, if you will, in the state of, well, I don't know. I don't know. So I can't, I'm stuck, right? But the point of asking you these higher quality questions is to snap you out of those indulgent emotions like confusion or like stuckness, right? We want to get you out of anything that's keeping you from accessing a higher level of information because Einstein famously said, you can't really be in the level or at the level of the problem and the solution at the same time. And I'm paraphrasing his quote. But the problem and the solution are actually not on the same level at all. So when you are stuck down here, and I'm, I'm going to say down here, sort of in this lower space, when you're stuck at that level in the problem and you're sort of steeped in the problem and you're oh, thinking about the problem, focusing on the problem, then all you're going to have access to is more of the problem. And so to access the solution that's on a higher level, that's on a different level than the level of the problem and the bridge that's going to get you there are the questions, are the questions that you ask yourself. So I'm going to share with you these five questions. The first question, a question that I love, I love to ask myself this question. I probably ask myself and I'll ask other people this question a lot. And it's what am I making this mean? Oh, so powerful. Because I love this question because it really helps you to get to the story. The story that you're telling yourself about whatever the situation is. What am I making this mean? Because there's a narrative. There's usually a narrative that's going on in our heads about something or about someone or about why someone did this or why someone did that. So asking this question helps you to just get to that story. Just clearly hear what the story is that's circulating inside of your mind. And once you have that story, then you can start to look at the validity of it, the truthfulness of it. But if you don't ask this question, well, what am I making it mean? It, you're not going to get to the, to the underlying story. You're just going to believe that the story is true. Whatever is happening, you're just going to accept that that's the truth. And oftentimes I find when I ask myself, well, what am I making this mean? What I'm making it mean is just one very narrow interpretation of the situation or circumstance. And there's many other possibilities, right? And I'm just looking at one narrow possibility that's based on my own 
misinterpretations, my own subconscious beliefs, my own subconscious patterns, etc. The second question is, how is this situation or circumstance helping me? Ooh, this is such a good one because oftentimes when we're in a difficult or challenging circumstance or situation, again, we're stuck in the level of the challenge. We're stuck in the problem. We can't see how this situation could actually be helping us until we ask ourselves that question because we're so focused on all the ways that it's a problem, all the ways that it's pulling us down, all the ways that it's hindering us or stopping us. But when we ask ourselves, well, how could this actually be helping me? Again, we're opening up to a new level of information that's going to help us see the situation in a different way. It's going to help us reframe it and see it through different eyes. The third question is, how can I learn from this situation? How can I learn? Now, you might think that I'm asking you, what can I learn from this situation? Which is a, which is a valid question too, but the question I'm asking is actually how. How can I learn from the situation? It's a process-oriented question. Sometimes asking the question, what, can be harder for us to access that level of information because sometimes we just don't know the what. You might be in a situation and you don't know what you're going to get from that situation or what you're going to learn from it ultimately in the future. But you can ask yourself, how? How can I learn? How am I going to get exactly what I need in these exact set of circumstances. So if the circumstances were never to change, how am I going to effectively act and and deal with this circumstance so that I can eventually get to the what, the what I am going to learn from the circumstance? The fourth question that I really, really love is if I did know, what would I do? So this is a great question for helping us get unstuck when we tell ourselves, I don't know. Someone asks us something or we ask ourselves this question, I don't know. Again, it keeps us in that indulgent place, that indulgent feeling of stuckness. Because you always have the ability to know. You always have the ability to discern and to figure out the answer to the question, but you have to ask yourself the right question, right? So when we're asking ourselves, well, what or even who, the answer is often, I don't know. I don't know what what the problem is. I don't know who is stopping me. I don't know. But when we ask ourselves, well, if I did know. So we're kind of taking our brain to task a little bit. So if I did know, what would I do? What would I say? How would I act? How would I react? So again, it's helping us to get to the next highest level of information and not allowing ourselves to just stay stuck in the confusion and in the unknown and in the helplessness and in the I don't know. And then the final question, which is a question where you're looking to someone else and someone else's success and you're almost borrowing from their success and asking, well, how did that person or other people, how did they succeed when they were in this exact situation? 
So this is requiring your brain to, again, do a little searching to try to figure out how is it possible that someone else who was in this exact same situation that you're in, how did that person get out of it? How did that other person succeed? What are some of the, we can say more external or visible steps or processes that they took that you could also possibly take and employ in your situation? Now, obviously we don't, we don't know when we're looking from the outside in what the internal processes were for that person, right? We don't know the inner work that they did or the mental work that they did, the feeling work, the body work, all of that. We don't have access to that specifically that they did. But there's probably some external process, external information, or even something that they maybe shared or or said and said, well, this is exactly how I did it. This is how I succeeded. If you look at successful people, they're often sharing their habits or their processes or even the words of affirmation that they tell themselves. They're often sharing this because they understand that success is a communal game, right? It's not just about individualism. It's not just about my success. It's about sharing that so we can have other people who are succeeding and sort of pass on that ripple effect, which is essentially the purpose of this podcast and other podcasts, if you think about it, right? It's sharing the information, sharing the processes, sharing what I've learned and the things that I've done that have impacted my life most effectively. It's sharing that with you, anyone who may be listening to this podcast, so that you can use this information and not only benefit yourself, but your family, your friends, your patients, and society at large. I hope you enjoy today's episode, and I'll see you next time. Hey, if you're a woman in medicine and you're struggling right now with burnout, overwhelm, and chronic stress, Sign up for my free five-day burnout bootcamp. In five days, you'll learn what the burnout equation is and how to solve it. The three real reasons you're burned out, and it's not what you think, and the 360-degree approach to permanently recover from burnout. Visit www.theembodiedmd.com or click the show notes below to learn more. I'll see you inside.